On the line at the moment, though, I have Deb Wilkes, who's going to be performing at the Fringe Festival. G'day, Deb. G'day. How are you, Ian? I'm very well, thank you very much. It's a bit of a sticky situation, a B story. Now, I was having a bit of a laugh with uh, Sandy Kay, our entertainment reporter there last hour, about, oh, about, she was talking about swearing. Uh, yeah. And uh, it, uh, and I said, well, you wouldn't be taking kids to most of the fringe anyway, because I mean, who cares about swearing these days? But I point <laughs> out that most, you know, a lot of the fringe is available to go along with the whole family and take kids. Oh, absolutely. I yeah, was referring to adult type shows that, uh, you know, if you're an adult and you can't handle a bit of swearing, what are you doing at a fringe show, really? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so tell That's us about right. a B story. Fill us in. Well, a B story is um, a beautiful Australian work made in Queensland, actually. And um, just listening to the fire report that you've yeah. just given, yeah. um, which is very sobering. Um, the story really focuses on a, a queen bee and her worker bee who lose their hive to a bushfire. Mm-hmm. And um, they have to then sort of regroup and find their way um, to a new place to live. Um, and the the show is beautiful. It, it's um, the costumes are amazing, the circus skills and the music is amazing. But the magical part of it, I think, is the the message that's there, and it's really relevant today in about you know teamwork and working together. So the worker bee is very indebted to the queen bee, and she treats him with disdain, and she you know she treats him really badly. But once they've been through this fire together, and they they both sort of on their own together, um, they find they have to work together and she reaches out to him and they become equal and um, head off on the road to recovery and finding a new place to build their hive. Right. Does it? Um, I, I see here that it's uh, the B story has themes of environmentalism, sustainability, and community spirit. And yeah. does it does it actually sort of express to kids how and adults too that don't know that how important bees are to us on this planet? Because without them, we would be in an awful lot of trouble. We would be in That's a lot exactly of trouble. That's exactly right. They're- they're really important, aren't they? Oh, and they are. We're learning, becoming more, I think, aware of the importance of bees in our in our society and in, in our environment. Um, it doesn't actually sort of teach that, but I think it the message is definitely there in a in a sort of central way, where just the message of of the story um, and the importance of bees and how they kind of you know need to have that hive and need to have that safe place to be to be able to do their work. I think that's the message that does come through and in a way that carries the sort of environmental message, I guess. Yeah. And um, bees, bees, yeah. Only, bees only, their life their life sort of span is like 40 days or something, isn't it? It's not, it's not exactly. much. Exactly. You know. No, it's not. And all they I do is work, 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 work <laughs> for 40 days. That's... 40 days, they go back to the hive, they get up, they go to do it all again. And in that 40 days, they get something like a teaspoon of honey. That's basically, that's, right. that's about it. <laughs> Well, the show those. starts off with them just trying to to, to um, get their hive, you know, reach their hive, and they can't. It's actually out of their reach. They they yep. they struggle. They've got this huge flower in the show. There's some beautiful props there, and they're trying to climb the flower and get up there, and they just can't. Um, and then you know they, as I said, the bushfire comes along, a snake comes along and gets in their way as well. So they've got a few little things to fight along the way before they find their new home. Yeah. So yeah, well, yeah. If you're into reincarnation, you wouldn't come back as a bee, would you? Quite frankly. 
not 40 really. days. <laughs> 40 days. Not work, much. work, 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 work. You'd come back as like a Greenland shark or something and live for about yeah. 500 years and just float around down there That's and right. not be bothered That's by right. anyone. That's if you, exactly if you, right. If you wanted to be an animal of some description. Yeah. But uh, yeah. tell and us then about... And you've got queen bee. Mm, yeah. Sorry, t- go on. Yeah. T- tell us about, uh, about how you came up or who came up with uh, the concept of this. How did it get together? Well, well I'm, and I'll just correct you. I'm not actually in the show. I'm the producer of the show. And Robbie and Lizzie, who created the show, they're actually at the Sydney Festival at the moment performing there. So they right. were unable to join you tonight. Oh, that's okay. But you're um, the producer. You'd know how it came together, though, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've with been with them all the way. Yeah. So the show came about through, um, I guess, they had, um, what was it, something that happened to them around um, the bees. They became very aware of the um, importance of bees, as we've just discussed, mm. and they decided that they'd like to make a show around it. They've actually written a book, too, um, that sort of, it talks about the story of the bees of, and um, how they need to work together. So that was the start of it. And then Robbie is a, a really experienced um, circus artist. He's been performing for many, many years all around the world. And his partner, Lizzie, um, plays the flute and she's also um, a circus artist. And so they created this show together, um, presented it at the Sydney Festival about five years ago. Um, and that was its first outing. So it just shows the quality of the show if it can start at the Sydney Festival. Um, and then they have continued to develop the show and develop the costumes and, um, you know, the story of the show and it's where it to where it is today. Yeah. Um, it's done a lot of international touring. It's done a lot of Australian touring. Um, so it's a very uh, sort of um, settled show, if you, for want of a better word. It's a it's really really high quality, um, and we're very proud to bring it to, to Perth. Excellent. I would suggest, or maybe, or maybe I might be wrong, but maybe they got into the bees, the plight of the bees. Uh, <laughs> through a couple of years ago at uh, in Newcastle, the Varroa mite came into Newcastle and they had to destroy so many hives and, you know, millions of bees through New South oh. Wales and there's maybe maybe that's what sort of kicked them off about or made them start to think about the importance of bees and where it they could were have going. Been. Yeah, I actually, I'm not, I wasn't aware of that either. So um, I'll go and research that because that sounds very interesting. Yes. But it could be they came back to Australia. They, Robbie was working, they're both working overseas, and when COVID happened, came home, um, and that was sort of like 19, 2020, obviously. So mm. that's sort of when they um, started to look at what the, this show, this particular show. Oh, okay, cool. Right here. The, yeah. the Varroa yeah. mite was in New Zealand. I, they actually sort of gave up and they've just decided to live with it. In Australia, for the last couple of years, they've been trying to destroy them, but they it's a bit of mm-hmm. a, a hopeless task. They can't actually get through it, and they've decided to try and live with it as well. And over here in oh. Western Australia, we actually don't have the Varroa mite at the moment, but they're all very, very – they reckon it'll get here eventually, but they're just going to do their oh. best and sort of keep it away. Yeah. It's a bit, yeah it's, wow. Anyway, let's talk Have about I- – Better things like <laughs> okay. Um, the ticket prices are twenty to twenty six dollars. It goes for fifty minutes. That's that's one great thing about um, you know fringe shows. They can uh, you can sort of get the kids in there and everybody, and you're not there for hours and hours and hours. The shows are really entertaining, and they usually sort of last less than, than an hour. 
Yeah, so. that's right. It's a, it, that's right, and it's a good. It's a really good time for for kids. It's on at one forty in the afternoon. It's at the big top of the pleasure garden, so there's lots of trees and lots of you know food and drink and things like that for the kids to have as well. It's a beautiful place. Um, so yeah, it's a really. Um, I guess, good time for them to be on during the school holidays. Yeah, fantastic. And what dates? What date does it start? Uh, it starts on the f- first day, 19th of January, so it starts oh, okay. next week. Start next week, um, Yeah, and goes through to the 4th of February. Beautiful. Okay, great. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. We can't wait to get over there, actually. I, I was speaking to our publicist today and heard it was 42 degrees. Oh, that's yeah, it's a little bit like fishing. Depends where you are. It sort of gets up a degree every time somebody mentions it. But I think I think it got to forty today in the city. But there are, certainly would have been a couple of places out there uh, that would have got to wow. forty too. Yeah, sort of like inland just a touch. But it's been pretty warm. It's actually I just did the weather before I spoke to you. I still still thirty six degrees at the moment. That's so amazing. it's pretty warm. Yeah. Wow. All yeah, right, Deb. Yeah. Thank you very much for the chat, and I'm sure the uh, fa- the kids and the families will uh, love to get along there and enjoy it. So, uh, I hope so. Look forward to seeing you there. Have a great season. See you later, Deb. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. It's 19 after 8. You're on 882 6BR.